Welcome to Queer Movie Night. I'm Deborah. And I'm Peyton. And this is <laughs> Queer, Queer Movie Night. Night. You get twice <laughs> for your dollar. Um, yeah. Welcome to Queer Movie Night. This week we're talking about Deborah's pick, Battle of the Sexes, from 2017. Um, and it's a biopic, which means that's the first movie we're doing that's based off of a true story. Mm-hmm. Um, and Deborah's got a little uh, thing to read. This is from the Google search. Yeah, thanks to Google. I didn't have to create this one on my own. <laughs> Though I think the I Can't Think Straight one was pretty good. I think it was pretty good. Not to toot my own horn, but toot, toot, little Shameem, uh, you just liked a picture on Instagram. Um, oh, yeah, the director of I Can't Think Straight <laughs> just commented and liked on our post about the movie on Instagram. Yeah, so if you're listening, Shamim, um, we want to get your feedback on that summary that Deborah wrote. Let us know what you think. <laughs> I'd honestly, I don't like. Um, I'm beside myself. Thinking about it. <laughs> oh no, Gator! Gator. Oh, we'd like to introduce a new character that's going to be on the podcast <laughs> from here on out. Our wonderful producer Nick Lathan just moved, and he moved into a home where there is the best dog in the world named Gator. Yeah. And are we both allergic to him? Yes. yes. But I also put my face in him so hard because I love dogs. <laughs> and so, actually, this is a good way to tell you guys, I do have a roll of toilet paper sitting next to me, <laughs> so there will be moments. I'm going to try to get away from the microphone, but I will have to blow my nose. It's like a jumbo roll of toilet it's paper. It's huge. <laughs> <laughs> it's big, and I actually feel really bad about using this because this is nice. You can tell the plot is thick. It's, it's like four plot. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, I hate to use your good toilet paper for this, but... Um, so the, the summary of the movie. Oh, right. <laughs> this movie, Battle of the Sexes, is about... The 1973 tennis match between Billie Jean King and Bobby Riggs became the most watched televised sports event of all time. Trapped in the media glare, King and Riggs were on opposite sides of a binary argument, but off-court, each was fighting more personal and complex battles. With her husband urging her to fight for equal pay, the private King was also struggling to come to terms with her own sexuality, while Riggs gambled his legacy and reputation in a bid to relive the glories of his past nice yeah that's, that sounds the, the movie's kind of fun that makes it sound super serious but it, it is fun does yeah um so you're this is your pick this is a new movie it came out just last year this is our freshest pick for queer movie yeah night. so far um what uh did you see this at the movie theaters did I you did. yeah I did. I was reading up on it when it was being made because mm-hmm. I love Emma Stone. Yeah. Big Emma Stone fan. Mm-hmm. Um, and when I found out she was playing Billie Jean and then they were like going to tackle her sexuality, I was like, yes, yeah. Emma Stone doing yeah. gay stuff. Uh, um, yeah. Yeah. I, I, do, I will admit, when I saw the commercial for this movie, I was like, great, another straight person playing a gay person. I but, know. Yeah, she does pl- I think she does well, and um, she looks good as Billie Jean King, so I think that's fine. Yeah. Um, you know, my thoughts on that... But I think it probably was like they need, wanted names to promote the movie. I don't think that's a great argument, but... 
But it's true. Yeah. It, I mean, it's it's is that a problem? Yes, that they're not casting gay actors to play gay roles. Mm-hmm. But like, that's not really changing. I don't know. Like, all of them are are cast with like a list straight actors. So I'm yeah. still gonna enjoy it. It's not like no. I'm not saying that you shouldn't enjoy it, but um, I don't know how to make it's my just point. like something to like. I think it's something we should definitely bring up and like we should keep talking about it and being like, hey, cast more gay actors. Right. Um, but I love, personally, I love Emma Stone, yeah. so I'm definitely yeah. fine with this. Yeah, I love her, too. Um, I wasn't a fan when she played, like, a Hawaiian person in that one movie. No, but, that was bad, but yeah. <laughs> honestly, how many, what actor hasn't made this mistake yet? Oh, for yet? sure, yeah, yeah. Like, or, yeah, that was the right word. And I sure. feel like, like, with all this stuff coming up about Scarlett Johansson, like, I feel just like someone, I wish I could remember, one of my friends was, like, saying, like, that it might have been Claire. Claire might have been saying, like, the Hollywood atmosphere is just, like, so crazy that, like, they're getting talked up by all these people all the time. Their, their like, idea of, like, what is politically correct and, like, what is the decent thing to do is, like, so off-base with, like, everyday people just because they're in this, like, heightened world of, like, getting all this praise and, like getting advice from their agents and stuff. Does that make sense? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I feel like I had never thought of it that way. And I think it's an interesting argument. I I still feel like we should hold these actors accountable and, like, make them talk about this stuff so they do think about it and, like, maybe use their influence to sort of um, bring other people up. But, um... Yeah. Well, I I think that worked with Scarlett. Yeah, for sure. Because she dropped out and then, like, issued a statement. Yeah. Yeah. So well, even w- w- even with uh, that's specifically for the text movie, but she did go through with doing Ghost in a Shell, mm-hmm. and yeah. So um, he actually would have thought that she would have learned a lesson. Her lesson, yeah. Well, it's the same director doing the text movie too. Oh, so uh, crazy. big big hills to climb, Peyton. For and sure. you know what? And you and I are playing like a huge role in like this we movement. We are. I want to say like we're activists and we're doing the hard work did i not just effing say that i want to be called an influencer (laughs) i want that to be my career you did say that i think i'm on the right track personally (laughs) but i can't be the one that decides that i need i need validation from people so um and you like this movie yeah yeah i mean obviously you recommended it yeah i like this movie too i think um I guess we can talk about it more once we go through the movie and everything. Um, but I, I um, also watched uh, like a documentary. It was It's like a series, American Masters, on PBS, but they did one on Billie Jean King because I just wanted to get an idea of like how accurate the movie was. Um, and from what I could tell, it was pretty accurate, actually. A lot of the stuff they pulled from like what really happened. There's an, a video on YouTube that I'll probably post on our Twitter um, that my friend Michael sent me, and it's basically, like, screen-for-screen screen comparisons of, like, the actual footage from, the, like, the ESPN footage and then the um, footage from the movie oh. of, like, the tennis matches and stuff. So that's pretty cool. A lot of it is, like, really, like, almost shot-for-shot shot what really happened. Um, there is some, like, dramatic instances in the movie that you can tell have been played up and, like, based on the facts that they had, they sort of, like, 
came up with like maybe what happened, but there's no like factual evidence to like that's how it really happened. So I'll bring those up as we get to them. But um, okay, I think we can go ahead and start with the movie unless you have anything else to say. Um, I was gonna say that the only thing that I found, mm-hmm. um, subs- I don't know. Mm, sorry, I'm having a brain fart. No, you're okay. I'm having a brain fart. You can cut this off. <laughs> Cut this out, Nick. Cut out my brain fart. Um, They over-romanticized her relationship with Marilyn. Yeah, we can talk about that later. I mean, I think we can get into it, but I think there was a good relationship there. We just don't know a lot of the... um, Billie Jean King and her current life partner, Alana... uh, (sighs) Alana Kloss... Um, worked as, um, uh, were, uh, what's it called? (laughs) They were consultants for this movie. So I feel like that. Okay. That's what I was going to say. Um, you can cut out all this, (laughs) this whole chunk of me having a brain fart and then let's just bring up the relationship later. Yeah. I mean, we can talk about the relationship later uh, as we, as it comes up in the movie. (laughs) Um, (laughs) you have to edit it anyway, but, um, I, I do think they're probably, I think that there's some artistic license taken, but I do think it's a, a um, good thing that uh, Billie Jean King and Alana Kloss were uh, collaborated with for this movie to sort of get an idea of like their firsthand account. Yeah, she was there, at least. Yeah, for sure. So she had to sign off on stuff. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so let's go ahead and get started. Um, it opens up in 1972... Um, immediately when Billie Jean King wins the U.S. Open Singles Championship for the women uh, tennis players. Um, And we uh, see Billie Jean King, played by Emma Stone, and then we're also immediately introduced to uh, Bobby Riggs, played by Steve Carell, um, watching uh, Billie Jean King get uh, congratulated on TV by the president, uh, Nixon, at the time. Um, which is a real thing that happened. Um, then we're in uh, my favorite president. <laughs> <laughs> I know this is before oh, Billie Jean King him. came out. So <laughs> she was married to Larry King. Um, a different by, Larry King. A different Larry King. Not Larry King the. Oh, not the the, the Larry uh, King. Yeah, like, not Larry King from the TV show. <laughs> what would it that say? That would be so weird. <laughs> Um, played by Austin Stowell Larry, uh, he looks a lot like her husband in real life and he's very attractive I'm starting to see I'm starting to see this pattern in these movies where the straight counterpart of whoever's dating them in the movie is very attractive I feel like it's just like they're so attractive like obviously they must be gay if they're not into them but um, in the documentary actually like uh Billy Jean King said that she actually was in love with him. And she was in love with him? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I believe that. And um and I think um I actually think Billy Jean King she um designates herself as a lesbian, but I think she's more bisexual actually cuz she does say that she's attracted to men as well and that if she were ever to um not be with Alana again, she might pursue a relationship with a man. But I think politi- Really? Yeah. I didn't she know said that. that, yeah. But I think politically she just wants to um designate herself as a lesbian because she feels like that's a stronger 
political thing. Oh. Isn't that interesting? It's a little a little bit of a bummer. Yeah. Maybe I want her to be her true self and yeah, not that's like true. not like label herself because she feels like it's what she should do. Yeah, that's true. That's very true. But it was a different time. Yeah. Um Whatever. So, We're like, yeah, we meet her husband. We meet uh, Gladys Heldman, played by Sarah Silverman. She's so I good. I love her. This is such movie. a good role for her, yeah. yes. Um, who's her agent, I guess? Or it's, yeah. it's yeah, I think she's uh, her agent or her partner um, in business. Um, so we meet them at the celebration for her winning the championship. Then we immediately, she comes in and says, there's a problem. We immediately meet Jack Kramer, pilled by Played by Bill Pullman. Bill Pullman, a queer movie night favorite. (laughs) If you remember from our I Can't Think Straight episode, he may or may not be my future husband. Um, He's looking old. Yeah, but he still looks good. Yeah, his face is intact. His face is good. Yeah, he's got got gray hair now. Mm. Um, He plays an asshole in this movie. Um, Founder and executive director of the Association of Tennis Professionals. Um, And... It comes up that so they come to confront him because for the championship, um, the men's prize is set as uh, $12,000 and the women's prize is set at $1,500, which is uh, so the men's prize is eight times the amount of what the women's prize would be. And so they try to say, like, oh, well, people want to see men play more. And then they're like, we sold the same amount of tickets. For the women's championship. There's no way. Um, and they're like, oh, well, men are just better. So, like, they don't have a real argument. So then Billy uh, declares that she's not doing the championship. She's going to start her own tournament for women. Um, basically as a statement that, like, there needs to be equal pay. Equal pay, equal... Same sales, same prize money, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, so we move on. We meet... Uh, Going back to Bobby Riggs, we meet his wife, Priscilla Whelan, who is played by Elizabeth Shue. Personally, I love Elizabeth Shue. Um, she's one of my faves. She's from Delaware, which is where I'm from. Yeah? Yeah. Do you know her? Um, I, from other stuff? I know of her. I've yeah. never been like, oh, wow, Elizabeth Shue. I feel like she, like, more recently, she plays, like, wives and stuff and things. And I feel like she's so gypped. Like, she should get, like, bigger roles and stuff. She, um, she's, like, the lead character in Adventures in Babysitting. Yeah, that's what I knew her from. Yeah, she's really good in that. And then, um, she, I think she plays Tom Cruise's girlfriend in Cocktail. But she's always playing, like, the wife or the girlfriend. Poor Elizabeth. I know, it's not fair. Um, And so we see, sort of get their relationship. um, And uh, you kind of get the feeling that Bobby's, like, feeling emasculated in all areas of his life. So the women are coming up in tennis, but also his wife is very successful, and he actually works for her dad. So um, you sort of see where Bobby's building up to, like, he needs something that's going to build him up. Yeah. Um... I have a thought. Yeah. I, 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 I'm a Steve Carell fan. Mm-hmm. Most everybody is. Yeah. But I didn't, he's, he's, um, literally my least favorite part of this movie. And when it's his storyline, yeah. like spliced with Billie Jean's. Yeah. I literally don't care. 
Um, so I want to say as a person who chose the movie uh-huh. that like I could give two fucks about him. Yeah. And I don't feel the need to like, I know that he, his story is, is in the movie and mm. it's like 50, 50, but I don't feel the need to like delve really yeah. deep into his character and his <laughs> psyche because like at the end of the day, he's just a sure. misogynistic asshole. Yeah. Steve Carell makes him likable because Steve Carell is a likable That's guy. That's what I wanted to say. Like when I was watching the documentary, I was like. I mean, the documentary is mainly uh, focused on Billie Jean King. There's other documentaries which are more 50-50, but I couldn't find one in time to watch it. Um, But I do feel like Steve Carell makes him more likable than the guy was actually in real life. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think the movie sort of tries to give him excuses for his behavior. They do. They, it, it really is like, look, he's a good dad. Like, they should have a seek sec. Uh, sections of the movie where he's like playing with his younger son. They like try to make him look better than like there's evidence. Well, even Billie Jean says it at one point when she's talking to Bill Pullman's character. She was like, "Everything he's doing is is for a show." I think you're actually a like a guy who disrespects women. Yeah, which might be true. Maybe it was just for show, but like Bobby Riggs says terrible things. He does, and he yeah. never stops, mm-hmm. and he never seems apologetic for yeah. it. Even if it is a bit, or if it's like a yeah. show, it's a terrible show. Like it's a terrible mm-hmm. facade. One of the interesting things about the real uh, Bobby King, or oh, ship name, sorry, <laughs> Bobby Riggs, Bobby, and King. <laughs> <laughs> Bobby Riggs, is that um, a lot of people like to say that he threw the match with Billy, and like, Ugh, that's and that so he was annoying. Like, I know. I mean, you know, there's gonna be that kind of feedback like well if everything is true about his side of the like in the movie he didn't train he genuinely didn't train that's also an interesting thing so i was looking at an article saying like what's true and what's false so the article is saying that he did train he was training um it was only like the last few days before the match that he didn't train and like um he was taking those vitamins and stuff, but he was still training. So, but he, he was already older. Like he was at a disadvantage, but I still feel like the match was pretty fair. It was. And she's like one of the best tennis players of all time. For sure. Any gender. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's, so annoying. Yeah. But, um, what was, what I was going to say is interesting is that people were saying that he threw the match and he was like, no, I, he actually did say like, I hands down underestimated her. I did not think she would be that good. Like, she won fair and square. So he did say that. Cool. Um, Great. <laughs> anyway, the point is, I don't want, I don't feel the need to focus on him yeah, a whole lot this true. episode. Yeah, yeah. We Kinda can focus want on, to. we want to focus on Billie Jean King. Mm-hmm. Um, so moving on, we get locker room talk and stuff with him. Why would <laughs> girls... There's a lot of, like, really great male actors playing as friends who, like, have no role in the movie. They're just, like, a very small part. Um, that Why would we pay this girl same as guys? That sort of gives Bobby the idea for a versus game, or it plants a seed. We go Going back to the girls, um, so these are all, all the girl players um, that billy approached to make a stand and i they don't go delve deep into this in the movie they do see the girls are putting their careers on the line jack comes and threatens billy and says like if you do this we're going to take you off of the tennis team association um and she sort of gives it back to him and is like well you're you're going to have poor you're going to have bad women players because all the best players are leaving and doing this yeah she he says he says you won't be able to play the grand slam and she's like well 
If it's there's not no be women, so grand. Then, oh, it's yeah. not going to be so grand. <laughs> um, and I agree, Billy. It's great. Yeah, it's a great line. Um, all the girls are putting their careers on the line. Um, I forget what I was going to say. We have uh, Rosie Castle Casals. Uh, played by Natalie Morales. I love her. Do you know her? The only thing I know her from is Parks and Rec. Parks and Rec, yeah. She had another show, like, on ABC Family, I think, that was, like, a spy show. She's really oh, good. Oh, she's I on White like. Collar. Or she was on White Collar. I haven't seen that And one Trophy either. Wife? Huh. Yeah, Looking she, at her. I think she's really great, and um, I, I kind of wish her role was bigger in this, but she does have some great moments. Mm-hmm. Um... And then we have the whole scene where they sign up to do the contract for $1, the Women's Tennis Association. Um, Famous oh, pick. Oh, the, um, the hair salon scene. So that's when mm-hmm. Billy meets Marilyn. That whole, like, when Marilyn's like, she doesn't, we only see her like cutting her hair at the end, but she's just like putting her hands through her hair it's so sexy yeah it is it's like i think that's like there's a sex scene later but i think that scene where she's in the hair salon with her is the sexiest in the movie yep i would agree (laughs) it's like so intimate and she's like smelling her hands and she's like what is that that perfume it's lavender lavender oil it's lavender oil i put it to to calm calm my my to calm my (laughs) customers and it's so good because it's like they're in this room full of other women like talking and stuff and like the world stops they block out the sound of everybody else talking yeah Yeah. it's so good yeah um that when i I saw this movie in theaters mm -hmm. in that scene like i felt like my heart was being squeezed the whole time I was it's, watching that yeah. scene because I was immediately drawn in. Yeah, you know we always, we've talked about this before on other episodes. How if you are just figuring out like your sexuality or your attraction to whomever, and you get the slightest touch or the slightest little yeah. like bit of like I think we're like connecting or there's a physical yeah. attraction, it's 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 overwhelming. Yeah, and I think Emma Stone did a great job of like actually yeah. portraying th- that in yeah, that moment. Yeah, I think the movie just does a really great job at capturing that on film. Yeah. It was just her playing with her hair, but you could tell it was, like, so overwhelming it's for so Billy. so sexually, like, charged. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Ugh. Um, she's like, what do you... And Marilyn's like, what do you want? Yeah. Billy just stares, and, she, and she's like, what? <laughs> and Marilyn's <laughs> and like, I almost wondered, hair. Yeah. I almost wondered if they were playing this up for the movie, but in real life, uh, in the documentary, Billy... Jean does say, she said, I was really struggling and discovering my sexuality at this time. Like, when we were doing the tournaments, when I was getting ready to uh, to play against Bobby, um, I was just discovering who I was. And um, later on, we do see her go on a date with Marilyn, um, and they eventually um, make love, um, and she brings up her husband. And um, at the time, she did not want her parents to know because her parents were very Christian. Um, and they were like progressive Christian. So they were like, they told Billy and her brother, like you only judge people like on their personalities. You don't judge them on the color of their skin. Like, so they were progressive, but it was still like 1973. It was still like not easy for people to come out. Did in that documentary that you watched? Because uh-huh. I found this fact on Google. Mm-hmm. Uh, did she want to be a preacher when she was little? I don't. They didn't bring that up. I found it on Google so on a on a in an article. I don't know if it's like mm-hmm. true, but I assume it is. It's it. like five facts about Billie Jean mm-hmm. King, and she wanted to be a pastor. 
Hmm. That's interesting. Growing up. It didn't bring that up. It did say, I, I would believe that she thought about that before she found tennis. Because there's yeah. an interesting part of the movie. She started tennis really young because she was like really into sports, but no, none of the other like sports would uh, really take girls in. And also, um, tennis incorporated all of the things that she liked. She liked to be physical. She liked to jump around and run. So it, it sort of, um, and be forceful. So that sort of incorporated everything that she liked about it. And the thing about Billie Jean King is that she's always been political, even like as a young child, when she first started tennis, she realized that like everybody in the tennis, um, in her group was like, were like white people, like white, uh, privileged people. And, and she, talked to her dad and she was like that's not right like it should be for a sport should be for everyone and so and she brings it up in the movie in a late scene with uh, Marilyn about like wearing a tennis she's she couldn't afford like a tennis dress or something I don't know if that's a true story mm-hmm. but she says in the documentary I knew that I had to be the best because I had to be the best if I wanted to improve the way that things were and make things better damn yeah. What a prophecy. Yeah. Because she did it. Because she did it. Yeah. Um, so we get, um, she meets Marilyn, gets the contract, Jack cuts them out. Um, Gladys gets a sponsor for the tournament, Virginia Slims. Yeah. <laughs> I love that scene because they're in the diner and she just grabs a cigarette from the other girl. So then, so then Sarah Silverman has a cigarette in each hand. Yeah. <laughs> and she, honestly, it looks hot in yeah. a weird way. I know that, I know smoking is terrible. Yeah. It's a terrible habit. Nobody should smoke. But damn, if this, if they the right person. They so well in movies. But this is like any movie, anything. If yeah. the right person is doing it, it could look so sexy yeah, and cool. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I right. know that's the po- not the point. <laughs> We're supposed to say it's not cool. But fuck, if it's not sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> um, in that scene, um, Gladys brings up Margaret Court, which is a big. Uh, the arm. The arm. Margaret Court, the arm, who was a, another really great, uh, really big women's tennis player from Australia. Um, and in the movie, I feel like they do a bit of a disservice to her relationship with Billie Jean King. Cause in the movie, they really play like the animosity between the two of them. Yeah. Um, and there was an animosity in real life between Margaret court and a couple other women, uh, tennis players, um, and Billie Jean's group, because they really took it personal that the women didn't join them. Um, as part of the tournament, they just played against them. And I think there's sort of the idea that if they didn't join them, they were siding with uh, Jack Turner in that association. Um, and I think Mad- uh, Madeline, or Margaret does bring that up a little bit in the movie. She's like, women shouldn't just all be together. It should be like two men and women. She is, um, in real life, Margaret Court is a very religious woman and she is anti-LGBT rights in um, shocking in real life she's she's actually a preacher now i think or a minister um but in the doc she's actually also interviewed in the documentary about billy jean king um and she never brings that up in the documentary um maybe they just like didn't think that was important enough um and we'll talk about it once we get to other things but i think they sort of um play up the animosity where it isn't necessary I think they needed an enemy in the movie. Yeah. And I think they wanted to show, because Billie Jean King isn't out 
during the time of this movie, they need to show like what the public uh, sort of scrutiny was for that kind of relationship. And that Margaret court was like a good way to show that in film. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, it's not necessarily what was really happening The we get an interesting, um, another gay character in Alan Cumming playing, uh, Ted Tinley who does, um, who does, the, he's the, um, the designer of all the women's tennis court outfits. And also, um, Wallace Ingram, Ingram plays Henry, who's his assistant slash maybe boyfriend. It's never explicitly stated that they're gay, but it's like very, very... Oh, we're supposed to assume. Yeah. Well, and he was out in real life. He was actually out during this time of the movie. So, yeah. So there's an interesting relationship with him and Billy where he's sort of taking Billy under his wing and sort of Kind of like a gay mentor. Yeah. Yeah. And he's he's telling her like how difficult it is to be out and he sort of um, helps... Billy uh, hide that she's sort of seeing Marilyn. He also literally covers for her a couple times. Yeah, yeah, he really does. I just He's realized Nick, our producer Nick hasn't seen this movie, but it's on his watch list. And you're hearing spoilers. Is this okay? I'm not listening. <laughs> <laughs> Nick's not listening. He oh my care. god. <laughs> god. I mean, it's real life. Like Our a producer lot people... might as well be Gator. <laughs> <laughs> I mean... This whole movie is a spoiler already because, like, most people who went and saw it watched the tennis match in real life. I didn't. So, so you didn't I, know she was Oh, my win? God. The end tennis match is, was the most exciting thing to watch in the theater. <laughs> <laughs> Kayla and you I saw it. You didn't look up anything about no. it? No. Oh, I didn't want to know. That's amazing. I know that it's, like, a very, like, it's a huge historical event in, yeah. in our, in like, of all time, but yeah. I had literally no idea. Yeah. I assumed that she won. Yeah. But I didn't want to know beforehand. That and was so honestly, emotionally charged for you. Fi- the, the I know that I'm sorry we're bouncing all around, but the way that they film the final match is like so exciting. Yeah, it's and so they exciting. Keep, they don't they don't hint that she's gonna win. No, either. Um, they do a radio spot. We meet Peaches, who's very thirsty for a boyfriend, just like me. <laughs> Wait, which one is Peaches? She's like she one the of the one? other tennis players. She's like a brunette. Her. I don't. I didn't. Is look she up the, the one who's in name. Superbad? Maybe I don't. Do you remember? I've only seen Superbad once. She is? Superbad's not a great movie. Doesn't hold up. I used to love it in high school. I used to think it was like so cool. And then I watched it like a year ago and I was like, this is so sexist and disappointing. Um, But she, for people who are fans of Superbad, I still own it on DVD. Uh, (laughs) She's, she's the love interest of McLovin. Okay. Okay. Yeah. The one. Wait, no, 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 no. Wait, no, no, no. Wait, no, 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 no. Wait, no, no. Hold on. (laughs) I have to get this right. Uh, I just want to say Peaches is the love, love interest of Michael Sarah and Superbad. So that means that yes. Emma Stone is Jonah Hill's love interest? Yeah, so they knew each other prior. That movie so fucked up. Yeah. Also, uh, Emma Stone and the actress who played Marilyn knew each other prior because they were both in Birdman. Oh, okay. And I actually read an article that uh, the actress who plays Marilyn, she said that really helped going into like, doing the movie oh, together. the intimacy Because they had like they already had a connection. Mm-hmm. Who is she in the Birdman? I've only seen like the first half. The one who is with Michael Keaton. Okay, his like girlfriend. Yeah, and she kisses Naomi Watts. Oh, Do you remember okay. that? She's she she's a brunette in Birdman. Oh yes, yes she's yes. a British actress. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Um. 
She also said that doing a love scene with Emma Stone was her favorite one she's ever done because every love scene she films with a man, their uh, ego always gets in the way. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh god, that sounds terrible. Because the guy like, that would wants mean. to look good, I guess maybe. I don't know. She's like, what? I don't know. Whatever that would mean, but it looked really good. Yeah. <laughs> the love scene in the movie is pretty good. I I, really I want to bring up the um the right before the love scene where they go on the date. The guy asks Billy Jean to dance, and that guy uh is portrayed credited as club dancer is portrayed by Mike Vogel. He's done like a lot of TV and stuff, but it's such a small part in the movie. But I recognize him from Have you ever seen Sister of the Traveling Pants? Yeah, he's Eric. The he's um Bridget's love interest, the soccer coach. I thought it was so bizarre that he had that he has no tiny role because I was like, yeah, I know that guy. Yeah, (laughs) what the hell? (laughs) I was like, was he just really? Does he really love Billie Jean King? Did he really (laughs) want to be in this movie? What else is he in? He's like done a bunch of TV stuff. I was trying to think of like he's done a few other good big movies, but I can't think of his role. Like Eric was the one I definitely recognized him as from Sister of the Traveling Pants. Yeah, how random. <laughs> how random. Um, we get the love scene, which is very nice. We kind of already covered that. Um, and then Bobby calls in the middle of the night. He's been thrown out by his wife. Um, so he finally decides to do this match. He calls Billie Jean in the middle of the night, and Billy freaks out. She thinks it's her husband or her parents. And he's like, hey, let's do this. Um, you're a feminist, aren't you? And I do sort of think it's weird that she says she's not a feminist because Billie Jean King in real life was a huge feminist. She actually worked with um, uh, Gloria Steinem and, and she sort of was uh, making a huge statement and, and um, it, w- it was a big feminist thing for her. But I guess they're just sort of downplaying that she's a tennis player first, feminist second. Um, but she's a feminist. The but world she is a feminist. I just figured out what Mike Vogel's from. I'm oh, sorry, what's he from? Like he is the wife. Wife. He's the wife. <laughs> Feminism. <laughs> <laughs> He's the husband of Jessica Chastain's character in um, The Help, Celia Foot. Oh yes, yes, yes. I did see he was in The Help, but I couldn't remember what part he yeah. played. How and bizarre. you love The Help? I do. Viola Davis, my number one Viola favorite Davis. actress of all time. She's amazing. Oh, that cast. Okay. I love Jessica Chastain. I was just um, thinking about the movie Molly's Game today, and I was like, every was it person. Good? I haven't seen it. I saw it twice in theaters, weirdly. Twice oddly, in theaters? Yeah, and trust me, I've gotten a weird reaction every time I tell people that. Because people either haven't seen it, haven't heard of it, or they did see it, and they were like, yeah, it was fine. Why did you go <laughs> twice? I don't know. Also, maybe I was just objectifying Jessica Chastain. <laughs> but she, I think she's so sexy, and she, she was is such a, woman. a babe in Molly's Game. But it was just a really well made movie, too. Yeah. I, I recommend it. That's also it. based off a true story, I think. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Nothing gay happens in it, but also, oh. like, nothing Shame. straight happens in it. She doesn't <laughs> so have, like... that's a win for both sides. Yeah, we don't I'd have say. to see her, like, bone a man. She's just hot the whole time in her own, like, strong, independent, really yes. smart, strong-willed woman. I'll have to check it out, actually. Yeah, I really liked good. it. I also learned things about poker. Poker? Poker? I didn't even know her! Oh, Lord. <laughs> Okay, Bobby goes to stay with shit, his son, shit. Larry. You did that, and the computer said no. What? Oh, did <laughs> the computer <laughs> said no? The computer was like, Grimes made a detective feedback. You have three choices. Oh, no. Oh, no. Sorry. It still sounds good. Okay. Are we, are we still recording this thing? Like <laughs> if you gotta yell, lean back. 
Like a pop star. Fine. <laughs> because I said poker, I don't even know her. <laughs> Fine, I will sit back if I have to yell my sex jokes. All right, keep going. I, I know. I know we don't want to talk about uh, Bobby, but this is important to the plot. Yeah. So um, he gets thrown out by his wife. We get the scene where he's talking to uh, what we can assume is his therapist, and they sort of play it uh, like. Um, he's talking about his wife, but he's actually talking about Billy. And that's, he gets the idea from his therapist to actually go after Margaret Court instead. And this is also something where I think they sort of did a disservice to her because they're like, she's an old-fashioned girl. She'll do as she's told. I hated that line. It's so gross. Also, Margaret is old-fashioned, but she was also sort of... Um, in her own way, sort of a trailblazer for women. And the reason that, the, in real life, the reason she did the match was she thought she was better than Bobby and she would win. And um, and it's really about the game for her, I think. I think it was really business for her, to be honest, to get that money. The frustrating um, thing is that I think she could have won. Yeah. So what happened? I don't know. I think I think she was really blindsided. I thought I think she just thought it was going to be an exhibition game and not really have as much riding on it. Mm-hmm. And I think that he probably did train really hard and made it seem like he was going to be an easy win and then he wasn't. I'm not I'm not sure. And I also feel like everybody just has a bad game. I think that Billy like they play up like Obviously, Margaret's better than Billy because she, Margaret beat her in this one game. And, like, I think that Billy probably just had a bad day. They're both really good. They're both really great tennis players. I'm not sure what happened, what went wrong. There's so many we'll factors. We'll always wonder, Payne. We'll always wonder. Will we ever know? No. <laughs> we no, will we will never know. <laughs> Is that a real song? Are you making that up? I'm making that up. We'll never we'll know. I'm scared to yell into the mic because of my sex joke. Oh, and a really cool scene. So, um, uh, Marilyn decides to go on the trip with all the girls. And then we get this scene where in their car and um, Elton John song is playing. And um, I just thought I wanted to bring it up that Elton John and Billie Jean King were actually really great friends in real life. So I think that's like a nice nod to their friendship yeah. that that song is playing. Rocket Man, right? Yeah, Rocket Man. It's gonna be a yeah. long, long the the um, soundtrack in this movie is pretty good. Yeah, it's, it's a good one. Of, yeah, it's got some some winners. Um, Margaret Court was in it for the money. Oh, uh, then that's when Larry shows up. So we get this interesting thing of like Larry showing up and finding out that. Oh, it's so cringeworthy. Yeah, because Larry and uh, Marilyn end up in the same elevator. And she's like, What are you doing? Are you here for the women's tennis? He's like, Yeah, yeah. Uh, and she's, uh, they they bring up Billy Jean or he's like I think Billy Jean's gonna win. She's, She's like, like, are you are a you fan? fan? And he's like, you could say that. <laughs> They're both like nodding. They're like, very yeah. coy. <laughs> yeah, because I'm because I'm boning her. But they're both thinking it. <laughs> and then they actually both go to Billy Jean's room and uh, and Marilyn's like, oh, I'm here for uh, peaches. I'm doing her hair. <laughs> oh, it's so cringeworthy. And then Larry and then, goes uh, into the room and he figures this out. Okay, yeah, but so wait, wait. Harry has that lines like, uh, she's like, "I'm the hairdresser," and then Harry's like, "I'm I'm the husband here." <laughs> yeah, 
<laughs> yeah, he goes in the bathroom and he finds a bra, which obviously well, because to Alan, Alan Cummings' character call, saw him come into the hotel. That was one of the things that we mentioned that yeah. he covers for her because he calls up to her room and he's like, "Yo, Larry's coming up to your room right now. You better yeah, run." So and they she's try like, to "Clean Shit. everything up." So she tries to clean up everything really quickly. But what did she leave behind, ladies and gentlemen? The classic bra in the bathroom, <laughs> and it was pink. And yeah. honestly, not hers. It's too girly to be Billie Jean's, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> Billie Jean could not have purchased a new bra while she was here. No way in hell. No way in fucking hell. <laughs> She's wearing that girly pink flowery bra. That's a, There's a really good shot there, though, because it's... Uh, it's uh, he discovers the bra and she sees him looking at it. It's like over his shoulder. You see her see it, see it, and like realize it. And yet they don't talk about it at all. It's just oh, like a, it's, it's such it's a so thing. sad. Um, and I feel like they had a really interesting life in general. He was very supportive of her, and he influenced her. He was like a very he was activist. Like he thought that women should get paid the same, and like even after they divorced, they stayed good friends. They're, um, she's like godmother to his kids and, um, and he never said that he was hurt by the affair that she had or that like he was upset. So they sort of play it that he like thinks she's going through a phase in the movie, but it's, there's no like concrete, uh, context for that in real life. So I think they had a very interesting relationship. It sure. is very interesting because you don't, you would not think that he would react that way. Yeah, yeah, and but he does. Be- he does say like even when he discovers the rise, like um, I'll get another room. Like I don't need to be here. I don't want to be in the way of you and everything. He does show a lot of support for her. Um, oh, and he de- when he does have a run in with Marilyn, he's like, yeah, I, I'm the husband and you're whatever you are. But like her first true love is tennis and like neither of us are going to get in the way of that um so that's oh did you have something to say about that no 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 daddy (laughs) don't do that why does everybody hate it when i call them daddy (laughs) i don't know well i'm never gonna stop i'm never gonna stop (laughs) i love calling people mommy i love calling people daddy do people like it no i just feel like it i don't know (laughs) Well, I feel like I'm a young dad, not an old dad. Well, of course. <laughs> I'm not calling you old dad. Thank you. <laughs> um, Nick is old dad. No. Uh, no, no. <laughs> Nick is so mad at me today. <laughs> um, we cut to the Bobby and Margaret uh, match. And um, apparently in real life, they did run to the airport to see the match on TVs with the quarters, but they couldn't find the channel in real life and they heard about it on the radio. But in the movie, they do watch the match on the TVs and you get sort of their commentary. Um, And in real life, um, in the movie, the scene where Billy and Margaret talk about the game is very uh, animalistic, or not animalistic, animosity there's an animosity between them mm-hmm. where where Margaret's sort of like, well, I'm better than you, blah, blah, blah. And Billy's like, Billy's like, I don't know, she's also mad. I forget what she says. But in real life, Billy begged, she said she begged her, Margaret, you have to win this match. There's so much riding on this. You have to win. Why didn't they show that? That would have been I know, that would have been so good. That would have been really interesting in the movie. Well, now that makes me P.O.'d. I know. <laughs> 
<laughs> I know. That's why I feel like there, there's a disservice to her. Even though she was like a hateful woman who's like homophobic, like there's still like other parts to <laughs> there's her. There's parts She's about layered. her that we still kind of like. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Um, no, I really don't like Margaret Court from this movie. Yeah, I don't. But there's see, yeah. literally no reason why you would. Yeah. I do think it's interesting that at the end she does watch the final match. And in real life, she did want Billy to win, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that's interesting. So she loses the match to Bobby. That's when it sort of falls on Billy. Like, she definitely wants to win. She definitely feels like it's her responsibility to, to play against Bobby and win to prove prove a point. Um Yes, go ahead. I was gonna just gonna say so. Essentially, from here on out, it just shows them both prepping. Yeah, Bobby it's a lot of like it's a lot of like training the, montages. But there's a, there's a, some uh, bumps in the road for Marilyn. Yeah, so and that's Billy. another interesting thing. So in the movie, Billy has a really hard time, and she's like, and Marilyn's like, "What do you want me to do? Like, do you want me to?" leave you alone like what do you want and Billy's like I don't know I need some time to think about it and Marilyn leaves but in real life Marilyn was her assistant and she stayed by herself oh the whole she time. never left yeah oh. so that's another so that was completely fabricated for the movie to add drama to, so she could have her big moment yeah again. Cool. yeah okay um but that is an interesting moment in the movie um then we get like a, a cameo from Fred Armisen, which is like such a small. I don't know what the guy was like in real life, but it seems like this is a phoned in performance from Fred Armisen. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't really get a lot of lines and is, it's not like very funny or exciting part for him. He plays the guy who gives uh, Bobby like the vitamins. 400 pills a day. That are supposed to be fuck? amazing. Yeah. What was know. he really taking, I wonder? Uh, well, a lot of um, when I was reading the article about like what's true and what is false, they said that it seemed like really shady in the movie, but in real life, it was just like vitamins or something. It wasn't really a big deal. I wonder why they doubled down on that. I don't know, trying to make some intrigue or something. Maybe they just wanted Fred Armisen to be in the movie, yeah, and for a moment. They're like, <laughs> this is a great role for him. Yeah, I, I think it was a big deal, like in the press and stuff, that he was like. Oh, I don't need to train. I'm taking these pills. Like I could beat her laying on my back or something. But yeah, we get the um, photo shoot, nude photo shoot from Bobby. Just he's just like the whole time he's like I'm better than all women, and women should go back in the kitchen and be in their bedrooms. And Billy's like really um, having fun with the press tour. It seems like she's really under pressure to win the game, but she. Uh, throws stuff back at him and is like, you're a dinosaur, you shouldn't be playing tennis anymore. So that's, you get to see like her um, fun side. Uh, We get a big standoff coming right up to the game because they want to hire Jack as the commentator. Um, And Billy, this did happen in real life, Billy's like, I won't do the game if he's the commentator. He he wants to tear down women in tennis. Um, And Jack plays up she he asks to speak with her privately and then he's like he's like it comes down to emotion and like women are too emotional to win at tennis which i think is an interesting line because in real life in the documentary billy says the thing that got me through the game that like made me build up the endurance and everything to win was listening to the people cheering on bobby at the game and like that's she was like that riled me up so much that I knew I had to win, and that's what got me to win the game. Wow. Yeah. 
So that's really interesting to me, is that, like, emotion is what won the game for Billy. Um, and then we get some stuff. Um, <laughs> it's Jet, just, like, build up to wins. the game. Billy's like, yeah. I'm not going to play the well, game before, if you're the before commentator. Before she wins, Marilyn comes back. Oh, yeah. To oh. save the day. Yes. They're yeah, yeah. literally right before the match when they're getting ready and her parents are back there and her her mom says, you give them heck out there. Yeah. Uh, they're like, something is missing. Something's missing about you. And Alan Cummings is like, I think it's your blue suede shoes. And yeah. she's like, well, if Elvis can wear blue suede shoes, I can. And then all of a sudden, Marilyn, Marilyn comes in and she goes, maybe it's your hair. Maybe it's your hair. <laughs> and yeah, I was watching with Kayla and Kayla was like, uh... She was like, yeah, of course, because a, hair, like, a hairstyle is going to change <laughs> how this match goes right now. But it was a great line. She entered, yeah. and it was like this moment. And then all of a sudden, they lock eyes. They lock eyes from across a crowded room. Uh, yeah. What happens next? She wins. So there's the, there's the, she wins the game, but there's like a lot of drama before that of like, Bobby's like not doing well. He should take off the sponsor jacket that he has to wear. Um, I think the game is so exciting. I know I already said yeah, that, it's but good. it's a thrilling last 20 yeah, minutes of the yeah. of the movie. And they build up, if you are not familiar with how the game ends up, they don't give it away that she's going to win. So it's really, it's really done well. And you see, like, all the people who are invested in her win. Um, before that, there's actually real footage of, from the real newscast of people saying that Bobby is probably the one that's going to win. So that's kind of cool. And then we come to the end of the movie. It ends... She has, like, this... Um, I do like that um, when everybody's cheering her on, she, like, takes a moment to go into the locker rooms and has, like, an emotional release because there's so much pressure on her. There's so much that she was worried about that riding on her if she didn't win the game, and I love that we get to see her, like, let that out in a private moment that is very rare in this movie for her to get a private moment. So I like that. And then it ends with her talking with... Uh, Ted, Alan Cumming, um, and we get the sort of hint at like where she's gonna go after the movie. He's like, You just made history with this, and like, it's not always gonna be bad for us. Like, someday we'll be free to be who we are and love who we love. And he's sort of like hint- winking and nudging her that she's gonna be okay in the end. Um, and that's the end of the movie. We get like a little like biopic type of thing where it like tells you where they ended up they're like it did get better for billy she ended up marrying another tennis player or not marrying but um uh dating lifelong partnering lifelong partnering (laughs) another tennis player alana claus um we hear about bobby and priscilla apparently they ended up together even though he never quit gambling and whatever we don't care um and uh billy went on to win the presidential medal of freedom from president Barack Obama yeah. for being an LGBT and women's rights activist. So that's really cool. She was also the first uh, sportsman of the year um, from Sports Illustrated. Yeah. Wow. Mm. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, another. So I wanted to talk about, because you were talking about Marilyn before, what did you want to say about it? Uh, like when we were starting? Oh, that... So, in the movie, her and Marilyn are, like, the love story. It's this, like, very yeah. romanticized yeah. story. But in real life, it was, like, pretty tragic yeah, what went so, down with them. They were ended up together for seven years. Yeah. And then, um, this isn't covered in the movie, but later on, they had a falling out. And Marilyn outed, basically outed Billie Jean King. Oh, she did. Yeah. And um, it really hurt Billie's career for, really hurt for a Billie's while. it really hurt Billie's career. Um, but Billie... 
did a press conference and her husband was still supporting her. Her parents were there um, and she admitted to the affair and, and after that she became like right away, she became an LGBT rights activist, even though she knew it would hurt her career, it would hurt her image. And I think that's really remark like great. I mean, that has nothing to do with the movie, but I think it's just worthwhile to bring up a great person in real life that the movie's based off of. Um, and that's, I think that's all we have to say about that. Um, I really liked the movie. I really enjoyed it. I thought it was really well made. Yeah. Really well made. It was interesting. The story felt fresh. I phys- I really liked the way it, li- it like physically looked. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought Emma Stone was great. I thought Steve Carell did his job. Yeah, he did a good job at like making us sympathize a little yeah. bit for this character. I loved Sarah Silverman in it. Yeah, great. I think she's like the MVP of this movie. Like, yeah. It's just a really good movie. Like, Rotten yeah. Tomato score is like eighty five percent or something like that, mm, and I think good. it was nominated for a full for a few Golden Globes. Yeah, um, and I like that um, a lot of biopics that are about uh, queer people downplay the queer elements of their life, and I like that this movie puts it center stage. It, it really focuses on like that part of her life and like the importance it had on her journey for this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I like that. It's a good movie, and Billie Jean King is like an amazing woman who yeah. should be honored and was a pioneer for women's rights when people were treating her like literal yeah. shit. Yeah, when it was really just starting. Yeah. yeah, and like we said before, she was there uh, the whole way while making this movie. So like yeah. she signed off on everything. Yeah. So regardless if things were like over embellished or whatever. Yeah, she um, did get final. She okayed yeah. it. Yeah, she okayed it. Yeah. And it made me a fan of Billie Jean King because I really didn't know much about her. Yeah, I think it's I think it's good. It's like the opposite of like Stonewall, where Stonewall was like a fabricated idea of like what happened. This was like actually giving you mainly the facts and like highlighting a person that maybe young queer people didn't know about, and um, is really informing us of like where we are coming from and like the journey. I think, yeah. Yeah, oh, I liked it. Yeah. I liked it a lot. Yeah. That's why I chose it. And I would it, say, um, we usually uh, ask the movie if it passes the Vito Russo test, which is sort of a Bechtel-esque um, mo- meter for film, where, where uh, Vito Russo was a film critic, um, an LGBT rights activist who uh, created... Uh, so this test was sort of based off of him, um, and the test usually asks three questions. One, does the movie have uh, openly queer characters in it? Uh, well, not openly, but um, explicitly queer characters. So this movie does in uh, a few characters. Um, the second is, do they have personality traits that are other than them being uh, queer people? I would say it does in this Absolutely. movie for sure. The characters are very... Uh, layered and have a lot of different personality traits. Yeah, it and definitely three, passes the Yeah, it one. definitely passes. So the character must be tied into the plot in such a way that their removal would have a significant effect. Yeah. Duh doy, this so movie passes is... With flying colors. Billy's movie. Yeah. And then uh, on our rating scale, which is, if you're familiar with the show, the Kinsey scale, we're um, taking it over for this podcast. The Kinsey scale is based off of a scientific sort of... Um, archaic idea of like <laughs> it's starting to rain outside if you guys are hearing any of that um i'm sad now you're sad because of the rain yeah <laughs> I like, maybe it'll stop raining before you leave i like rain at night i don't oh. like rain during the day i like rain during the day 
Okay. There's our little banter. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So the Kinsey scale is based off a scientist, Alfred Kinsey, who developed the scale to um, measure homosexuality in human uh, beings. Um, It goes from zero for completely heterosexual to six for completely homosexual. And uh, we here at Queer Movie Night think the gayer the better. So if it's a good movie, it's a six. Um, Kayla would, just told me, by the way, because yeah. we like always make that joke that I'm a zero. She was like, "You better stop doing that." People, if people, people don't know, you're straight, you, they're yeah. gonna think you're straight. And I was like, "Dang, so, okay." You should come out as gay right now. So on the yeah, podcast. I would say I'm a number one. I'm a one. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a zero. I'm a one now. <laughs> so I'm only mostly heterosexual. <laughs> yeah, no, that's the new bit. Um, <laughs> I actually thought this movie. What would you? I would say like. Four, three, three, four, four. No, I want to say a five. Really? Yeah. I mean, I they took the source material of real life, and and it was mostly accurate to what really happened. Um, I mean, maybe a four because they do like dramatize like them breaking up like a little bit when they actually didn't. But I don't. I think it's good. I think it's a good representation of queer people. Um, I don't I'm think so th- easily swayed by you that every time we do this, I just change you my change number to, to whatever. Why do you think says. it's only a four or a three? I don't know. I don't have a good enough answer. <laughs> so I'm just going to switch over to your team. <laughs> I do. It's like, I feel like we've graded everything so well so far. It feels like we should grade something bad. Yeah. <laughs> but I think, <laughs> I mean, I know some of the movies that you want to watch are not my favorite. So I'll be grading some bad, but. <laughs> Damn. I'm talking, you know what I'm talking about. What? Um, I don't want to bring it up because I don't want to spoil it, but. Wait, can you mouth this to me? Yeah. <laughs> I forgot so about mainly that. mainly just one movie. Bet but... your ass for doing that movie, Peyton. <laughs> um, so I'll be lethal then. But I think this is a five. Like, I almost want to give it a six. I feel like it's good. I feel like it's a good movie. It is. A, it's a really good yeah. movie. Um, apparently, there's another adaption of the story that was a TV movie with Holly Hunter. I definitely want to check that Ooh. out. And I'm interested to see, because it is an older movie, how they tackle um, her... Uh, lesbian relationship. And Did like, they even? Yeah, I, I'm interested to see if they because do. I've seen every lesbian kiss from a movie and TV show on YouTube. Yeah, and, I've, and that's n- and I never, <laughs> never saw seen Holly, one Hunter. With Holly Hunter. So trust me, I've we'll seen. Be, it. I love Holly. We'll be Hunter. investigating for sure. Um, and oh yeah, man, I think I think it was a good movie. I think I give it a. I'm gonna give it a five. Okay, I'm gonna say my rating is that after I saw this movie, Kayla and I both wanted to be Billie Jean King for Halloween. <gasps> both at the so same cute. time, and then we. <laughs> We had this image of going around like at a party, and we both just shake everyone's hand and say at the same time, "Hello, I'm Billie Jean King." Hello, I'm Billie Jean King. But like we say it at the same you, time. I like how neither of you wanted to be Marilyn or like one of the other. No, no, like, we're both Billie Jean King. I'd want to be Gladys, honestly. Oh, she's great. She has that like Stacy from What Not to yes, Wear yes, streak. That's exactly her. what I was thinking. She's got the Stacy Gray streak, which I love. I think Stacy. I think Stacy. Apparently, I heard that they're not friends anymore. Clinton and Stacy? Yeah. That's ups- that's- Are you trying to ruin my fucking day? I'm sorry. <laughs> I pretend I didn't no. say that. That's what I heard. Oh my god. It's so sad. Okay, fuck me up a little bit. I'm sorry. I'm it's raining it and you're right sad. Now. Yeah. Oh wow, I wonder if the rain started because it knew that 
this would come up. <laughs> that I was going to drop that bomb. I'm so Damn, sorry. They're the best. Oh, Clinton and Stacy's still friends. Oh, what good. just came up. No, no, no. That means people have Googled it. So oh. are like they shorthanded it to like oh. still friends. Oh. Instead of are <laughs> not gonna over explain this. <laughs> oh, it says FYI, what not to wear Stacey London and Clinton Kelly are not friends anymore. No. That was of November two thousand seventeen. Just last year. This is hard to swallow. I'm sorry. I'm so it's sorry. It's like a very dry, big pill. <laughs> um, so, to not leave us on a sad note, I'll announce my next movie. Do yeah, we? yeah. Oh, wait. Should we plug and then announce? I Are guess, we still plugging? Yeah. We're going to plug? Yeah. I mean, just in case just this really- is your first time hearing, if you want to find us on social media, we're on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, at Queer Movie Night. I'm sorry, I'm not dreaming about. <laughs> okay, we, we do. We can do it quicker than we have been, though. Okay, yeah. We are all, um, also. Uh, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Peyton Cody Lynch. Um, you can find Deborah. me on Instagram at Deborah D Bag and yeah. on Twitter Deborah Duncan. Also, uh, Deborah and I are part of an improv group at uh, IO running through September. You can catch Dreamboat on Thursdays at 10 p.m. Yeah, but come to the ones in September. Because it could... Yeah, yeah. The more people we get in September, the longer of a run that we can get. uh, And hopefully run indefinitely for as long as we can. The group Dreamboat is featuring LGBTQ plus players, so it's definitely something you want to support. Yeah, or else you're a bad person. Or else you're you're basically Margaret Court. Whoa! So live with that. Harsh. So the next what, what's your next movie? Yeah. My next movie is a, a foreign language film. It's yeah. a Swedish movie called Patrick Age 1.5. Um, it's basically like how I feel about like my relationship goals. Like I like how I am. So take that as you will. Check out the movie if you can. It's kind of a hard find, but I'm going to try to dig up something that you guys can watch and post it onto the Twitter and share it with you guys. Awesome. Awesome. Um, Awesome. How should we leave? Have a great day. (laughs) (laughs) Have a wonderful day. Have a wonderful day. Listen to the the song from the credits from Battle of the Sexes, which is written and sung by Sarah Bareilles, one of my favorites. It's really good. It's okay. It's okay. (laughs) But we love Sarah Bareilles. Or I do. Not to speak for both of us. (laughs) I like her. She's good. Awesome. I love her. She's great. (laughs) (laughs) gotta end this thing (laughs) thank you for playing arcade audio play more at arcadeaudio.net